Josh vs. Josh, Season 5, it's Resurrection Time. Josh vs. Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet shows and amazing guest stars. Ryan Wright shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out, but no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest, he spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the pod game. Spitting on a little guy's face, eating ice cream and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a but Corey is working hard for the bells Only PayPal, lemon friends and family for that guy sells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe Especially when you're up potting all dang night Takes a break to read some 17 Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread Because Josh vs Josh is back potting again Yeah Hello ladies and gentlemen Welcome to JBJ. I'm your host, Corey Hatfield. With me is the common man, Jush. What? Common man. The common man. Yeah. I thought you said comedy man. Yeah, and then the comedy man, <laughs> yeah. JDS. Yeah. And then today we have Steven. No, it, <laughs> no you messed it up. It's Steve Rollins? Uh, Roland. Rollins. We should have asked you that before we started recording. No, I, I knew no, that. No, no. I just want to know why you go by initials and last name. Is that like because uh, you're a J.K. Rollins fan? Well, I, I am a fan of hers, but uh, I don't know. I just I thought it sounded cooler. So. You know, I thought I was a fan too until you just said her, and I thought J.K. Rollins was a guy. My really? Wife, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like you guys are related, so I think... Uh, you did good because well, there could no, be some not. confusion. Their last names aren't even close. Well, there could be confusion, and they're like, "I've heard that name before." Name recognition. Yeah, oh. that is pretty good. That's pretty good. It's like writing books under the name Steve King. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. So, uh, you are a author of mm. an author. An author. But R doesn't work. <laughs> Why does R not work? No, he said you are. An author. The author. You said you are a author. It's an. Steven. So Steven's the author. Let's let him decide. You are and are author. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell us what books you wrote? Yes, uh, I am an author. Uh, I go by the name S.L. Roland, and I write uh, lit RPG and gamelet. Um, my first series is called Pangea Online. Uh, there's two books in that one, uh, Death and Axes, and then Magic and Mayhem. And my newest book is called Sinister Troll, and I think that's the one that uh, you guys just checked out. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed Sinister Troll. You listen to Pangea Online, Jack? Yeah, I just, see, we, we don't read because, you know, we're convicted felons. So we, uh, we just listen to the audiobooks. And I just finished that first book of Pangea Online today. I loved it, man. It was great. Uh, yeah, they did a great job with that one. A little, a little fun, <laughs> <laughs> a little fun fact. Pangea is what all the continents were called when they were put together. Does that relate to the book in any way? It does. Is that what it's based on? Man, you're good with yeah. the geography. Of geography, stuff. history, awesomeography. Yeah, I, well, I plan on listening to Pangea Online, uh, but Sentence to Troll is really good. Um, I also plan on listening. I, I own all your books, so feel free to uh, reciprocate and tell everybody to buy our podcast. Oh, yeah, you sell it. Yes. <laughs> do you listen to audiobooks, or do you read books at all? I, I'm not a... I appreciate audiobooks. I don't really listen to them. Um, I find that my mind wanders when I do. So I'm um, creative. How did you end up getting into audiobooks? Uh, I mean, in the in the literary PG community, uh, there are a lot of uh, audiobook listeners. I think like more than most other uh, genres. I feel like, and I thought that was a good market. I wanted to to get into and I'd heard a lot a lot of good things about Soundbooth Theater who produced uh, Pangea Online and so we, we ended up working together on that. I think like a lot of you know truck drivers and like people who work security and like late night jobs they, they like to listen to the audiobooks. I, I totally agree with that. I mean I listen to audiobooks at work. Um, I agree as well. I agree as well. <laughs> uh, 
I have a question. So, what what's your plans for uh, Pangea and Sentence to Troll? Are you going to write more? Uh, yeah, definitely. Right now, I'm working on the sequel to uh, Sentence to Troll, and I'm about two thirds of the way through that. So, hopefully, I'm shooting for like an April release, and then maybe May for the audio. Oh wow! So uh, that's really soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you already started writing. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope. So so you've been writing for like what, three months now? Three books? Uh yeah. I think I started in January. I had, I had surgery. Oh my god. You kidding me? It blows me away how fast you guys put books out. I mean like lit RPGs just wing them out left and right, man. I'm a uh, consider a pretty slow writer for the genre. I can get oh more my god. every four to five months usually. Uh, there's there guys who can put one out every month, every two months. Yeah, when we we had our first guy on camera, and he was telling us how he wrote five books in his first year, and how he writes like four books a day. So yeah, my uh my first book, I'm also an author. Oh my god, my first so book bad. took me one day to write. Oh really? I was not impressed at all. Yeah, yeah, it was it's unprecedented though. <laughs> it's uh it's a go ahead and eight, eighteen page children's book called The Haunted Living Room. Wow. It's on Kindle. Is it a lit RPG? It's not a lit RPG, but there is an audio book. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Pretty good. How long does the, did the audio book take? Two minutes. Two minutes. So, not not bad. That's that's a good day's work. I sold seven copies so far. Hey, not I, bad. I bought one of those. So, do you think that uh, putting a person in jail for uh, a violent crime uh, or I'm sorry putting them in a uh, in an RPG is a good way of of uh, reforming them your guy was put in jail for not even a violent crime for like being angry at people and saying yeah, bad things I to mean, people I, you saying I, in the future I want to live in a uh, a future where that happens but uh, it, it was the idea that popped into my head and so I I just ran with it well, it works. I mean, it, uh, I just was curious because, A, it didn't seem like uh, Chad was very mean <laughs> throughout the book. He seemed like an all right guy. And uh, I also kept thinking, like, uh, like man, I don't feel like the, the violent criminals that are in there are, are learning, <laughs> are learning <laughs> anything. No. Is it like when, uh, uh, you know, you get caught smoking as a kid, so your dad makes you smoke a whole carton? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> or like when you get caught smoking as a kid, so your dad puts you in a lit RPG. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. I, I do, okay, so I have a question on uh, the, kind of just a theoretical question uh, based in the world of the sentence to troll. So why doesn't he just, like, capture one of the guys and just hold him forever in just, like, a pit? Of dirt or something. I mean, like that—that's a very real uh, possibility of of what could happen. Uh, but he's kind of just thrown into that world without like any kind of tutorial or like understanding what's happening. While these guys have already been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I guess if you're not at the end of the book, you'll kind of see where that can can go. But. Uh, hmm. So, my, yeah, I've not finished the book, so... My thought was he has to be having fun. There, at no point is he like, wee, this is fun. But he knows he's only there for 30 days, so he could just hang out in the woods for 30 days, right? That's he not could. that long. He could, and I think he has that thought at times. But then also, like, the gamer in him just kind of sees what, what an opportunity is to, like, actually be in the kind of games he always plays. So he wants to really experience that. It wouldn't have been much of a book if he did that, though. No, yeah, but you could have got it done faster, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, whenever he got that translating stone, I was, I was super pumped. I was like, yes, this is gonna make things so much better for everyone. See, I thought, I thought as soon as he got the translating stone, I'm like, yes, he's gonna go talk to people and yeah. make peace. Because like, they're all supposed to be learning yes, to be good people. Yes, yeah. But instead, he's like, me and all the trolls are gonna kill everyone. Yeah. We got some worms. 
What was your worm thing? Oh Why yeah, you- <laughs> I just so so I listen to to audiobooks while I work. He's a music producer. Well, you know you gotta do what you gotta do, but I I must have missed where you described what the worms look like. So then every time after that, when you described the worms or you said the worms, I just pictured like little bitty <laughs> white he describes the finger motion. He can see us. No, the oh, <laughs> to everybody else. He's sticking his finger up and wiggling it in a worm-like motion. Yeah. Is that good? It's crazy. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. I also really love that the game wouldn't let him change his name to Chad. I That was like, that, that made me so happy. <laughs> like, throughout the book. Corey hates people named Chad so I much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say, I don't mind, uh, what was it, uh, what was his name in the book? Chad. No, his uh, his online or his in the game name. Chad. Oh, Chad. 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 Yeah. But I I like that you mentioned Chode because it immediately. <laughs> yeah, the whole book is Chode. Oh. I do. I I was a little bit worried though, just because like he kept talking about big old troll titties for a while, <laughs> and like I thought that was gonna be the whole book, but it's yeah. just so much more. I keep. I don't know if it's just because I just finished some like a harem series. But I thought, like, I kept thinking he was going to get with one of these troll girls oh, throughout yeah. the book. Like, Yashi? He, I thought well, for sure. I thought he was going to get with the main, like, uh, troll lady in the beginning. The chief? The chief. I thought that was going to be his wish to, like, harem her. I did, too. Har- yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was... I wouldn't say that I was worried about it, but, again, I'm listening to these at work, and I don't know exactly how... Uh, yeah, so you, you, you never know if a book's going to turn into a harem. <laughs> Are you, do you have any ambition to do a harem? Uh, not really, but you know maybe I'll do an alternate uh, reality Senate Patrol. Yeah, <laughs> well that you probably have real relationships then, right? <laughs> You've seen a real lady naked. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> 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 what kind of a question is that? He's an author. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> He's been writing since January. Every time I listen to this harem, these harems, and like, like some are really good, and some are like well thought out. How many harems do you <laughs> a, listen a to? A lot. I've listened to a lot, but like some, the way not even just harems, the way like your characters mm. actually talk to women, they just talk to them like they're they're people or trolls. <laughs> And in other books, people talk to women like they've never actually talked to a woman before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got you. <laughs> like that big troll titty thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> That's actually the, the line that made me uh, decide to go with the narrator that I did. Because like, yeah. I had that section of the book uh, in their audition. And I had probably like 60 of them. And then when he said it, I just I was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were discussing his real good that. narrator. Yeah, that was a good choice. I'm not I'm not listened to any other books with him as narrator, but he did a really good job. Yeah, he hasn't done a a whole lot of uh, the RPG. He does he does the uh, Adventures on Brad series. It's by uh, Tao Wong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but aside from that, I think. I'm one of the only other ones he's done. Mostly he does medical journals. Yeah, well, yeah. His uh, name is Eric Martin, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. He's most famous for Brown Bear, Brown Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, uh, no, he was good because uh, you're right. That's kind of a, 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 not a weird line, but like a hard line to pull off and not yeah. sound weird. Because when he said it, I was... I was I was laughing because I yeah. thought it was funny because yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't sound like a total pervert. Yeah, like, like in these harem <laughs> exactly. books. Exactly. Exactly. Although I, I'm with you though. I, I, I thought for sure he was gonna get it with the chief. So what are your what are your future plans, man? You said you're about to finish up the next sentence to troll. Do you have any other series in the works or? I've got some ideas. I'm not allowed to talk about them yet, mm-hmm. and um, we're not gonna steal them. Yeah. Well, well I'm, just, I'm not allowed. Slime girl in there. No, no mention slime girls. Slime girl, don't put slime girls in there. No, all right, I'll, I'll hold those off. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to to work on a project with uh, within another author's universe. Oh, um, that's cool. So that's why I can't talk about that one. Okay. Um, 
I bet it's Stephen King. I bet it's Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery online. He's writing Pet Cemetery online. Pet Cemetery. It's like catchy with a V. I get it. Yeah. It's like it's funny the first time you hear it, but less funny each additional time. Like the B sharps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you're talking about. Um, one thing I really liked about Sentence to Troll is it's kind of like a a lot of pop culture type of puns for like the titles of each chapter and stuff like that i i enjoyed enjoyed that yeah actually i have a question so i I noticed a couple things that maybe were uh uh like he stole from you like no like easter egg (laughs) what are they called easter eggs no what are they called where uh book eggs an homage (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so i I, so like were there any things? Were there any like hidden things in your book? Like one of the characters' last name was Wigan, and I and I mean I know that's probably reaching a little bit, but was was that because of uh, Ender's Game? Ender's Game, or um... uh, you know, that one was not. But I'm actually a, a pretty it is now. so it is now. Uh, but yeah, I I threw in a, a few Easter eggs, uh, like certain abilities that characters have that are from other books like the minor characters and also with like the title names uh had a little fun with those they, they keep coming in book two uh well i i just wasn't sure because like i noticed some things but then i thought okay i'm just reading too much into this because uh i don't know one that i thought when she when she's like yanking on her hair in frustration or something i thought maybe wheel of time but... uh i had the same like thought at one point you said like, I'm a fucking ninja troll. And I remember watching it and he said, it's a goddamn Teenage Mutant Ninja Troll. And I, thought, I wonder if he saw the same movie I saw. I'm going to say we saw the same movie. <laughs> the name of the movie. I don't remember. But we're kindred spirits. I bet it came out 10 years before this guy was born. Oh, yeah. How old are you? I'm uh, 31. Oh, yeah. see? Well, kindred spirits. I bet your birthday's coming up soon. Uh, June. We yeah, have one every year. <laughs> <laughs> We're both authors. We both have birthdays. I bet your birthday's either coming <laughs> up or has already passed, you know? So, as far as Pangea Online and Sentence to Troll, are they separate universes, or is that the, are they part of the same universe? They are uh, separate, separate universes, uh, at least as of right now. Um, same technology. How could they be separate? You stole from yourself, man. <laughs> it's just well, like 2.0. The, uh, I mean, the technology is similar, but like in book one of Pangeo Online, everybody is using the haptic suits. Right. But in book two, they're trying out the, the immersion pods. So I, I don't know how they would... If anything, the troll comes way before because there's been, you know, like nuclear attacks on the U.S. Did you write it as a prequel? No, I didn't. Did you accidentally write it as a prequel? I'm trying to figure out how they could work together. So an idea, and you you can use this because you know oh. authors share. But book one, you know, haptic suits. Book two, submersion pods. Book three. Uh, futuristic enemas. <laughs> I've never seen that in any other lit RPG. That would be pretty uh, You would original. be the first, and all I asked for is a little thanks in the front of the book. Or maybe his name on the, on the cover. Yeah, just a little tiny underneath here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it works. Wait, S.L. Rowland and Corey Hatfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you want to work together on your new project that you can't talk about? If you need me, just call me up. Alright, I got you. Tell your other author buddy about this enema thing. <laughs> he's a visionary. I yeah. mean, yeah. He won't uh, do any of the work, but he's an idea. I man. am an idea man. No, no, no two ideas are connected. Me, but... me and my brother are writing a book together. <laughs> are we? <laughs> yeah, I'm helping. I put in that idea. Now you have 401 pages. <laughs> so, do you guys want to do these questions now? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Juice, explain the podcast rules. Uh, The podcast rules are as follows. Corey is going to ask us a set of questions sent in by a loyal fan, and then we will debate them. And at the end, we'll have a winner. Okay. All right. 
And these are actually sent in by three fans. Oh, how good are you at debates? Uh, We're about to find out. Okay. Don't be intimidated by us just because we've been doing this for, what, 600 episodes? Yeah, I mean, we are the best, but there's a room up here at the top of the mountain. Steven, are you into physics? Because these are kind of heavy questions. Not not at all. Okay, question one. This was sent in by Aaron Parcher. If you keep your phone in your back pocket and you fart on it and then use your phone, can you get pink eye? Um, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I don't. I mean, unless you're using your phone with your eyeball or an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't always use your phone to talk. You know, a lot of times you're like... <laughs> you, sometimes you just scratch your eye with it. But I've I thought never. that's why they started putting Gorilla Glass in. Fart absorbing. <laughs> you don't want it to absorb the fart. You want the it absorbs the front and, if, and pushes it off the back. Personally, yeah. like for me, no. I wear charcoal from a butt. Yeah, obviously, specifically for this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, methane in the air, greenhouse gas emissions, all that. I love our planet, Corey. Yeah. You have kids. You should be wearing twice as many charcoal filters. I invented the submersion haptic enema. It has so many charcoal filters in it, it's unbelievable. I don't think you can get pink eye. I mean, can you actually well, get, you pink, eye get pink eye from farts? If, if you can get, happens. I know, but if you can get I pink eye from that, what? I don't know how you get pink eye. If you oh, got pink eye from farts, tell Josh's him, sleep mask would be. <laughs> I mean, I fart on it nonstop. <laughs> so you get pink eye from poo particles getting in your eye. But if that's really true, wouldn't like every porn <laughs> actor or actress? Just their eyes just be swollen kind of, all the time. No, what kind of porn are you watching? Black the eye. <laughs> My favorite kind. <laughs> it's it's a it's a link. It's a niche you genre. You just, just type in butt to eye tube. Butt to eye tube on Google, and you'll find it. Are there any butt to eye harem? <laughs> there will be. I hope it involves an enema or two. <laughs> okay, so do you guys feel like we destroyed that question? We killed it. Okay. Next question. This was sent in. Hold on, no, hold on. By Greg. Uh, hold on, because Sledge. in who put first of all who puts their phone in their back pocket? I mean, I guess ladies. hypothetically, La- ladies, a do. bunch of ladies, girls do. don't fart. And also, the pocket isn't right in the middle. If it is, it would be more of a shield. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that's correct. Well, I, I think farts straightforward. Like, <laughs> like if it does fill up in your pants and then it goes down <laughs> your. Leg. Yeah. <laughs> so well, heat rises, away. so it would go up. It's not heat. That is heat. Are you, you guys so farts come out cold? So are yeah. you saying that is I that, sh- is that weird? Should <laughs> I not have pointed that out here? <laughs> my farts come out hot. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> like, mine, are like, mine are like a nice breeze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pull me down. <laughs> Did you get your point across? No, I just I'm, now I'm worried I shouldn't be rubbing my underwear on my face. Pointed you. Okay. I did it. <laughs> Next question by Greg Sledge. What is mayo? Eggs and love. Steve gets to answer. Oh, Steve. Steve is that a thing? Uh, <laughs> it just became a thing. Go ahead, Steve. No Steven. time to think. Steven. Steven. Uh, Roland. Eggs and olive oil. Oh, so that, he thinks he knows. But. Is that a fact? You said it with such confidence. Pizzazz. Yeah, is, there sure. not, is there not an anchovy in there or something? Uh, I think it's Caesar dressing. <laughs> he knows all the comments. <laughs> he must be a chef. He can't I used to work at In a kitchen? No, I was a server. A server, okay. Do you know who Bobby Flay is? Uh, yeah. Oh, tell him your joke. <laughs> tell him your joke. He didn't listen to the whole uh, Cameron episode, so you're good. Bobby Flay just... Uh, he, he had to go to the doctor. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Turns out he has culinary cancer. <laughs> I don't it, think you need to do the fake laugh. <laughs> you got a legitimate laugh out of that. That's... I got a pity laugh. I heard no, it. No, there was no he's, pity in that. After we just talked about poop for 20 minutes, he's like, why am I here? I have a book to sell. Hey, man, he doesn't. He, you don't mind talking about poop, right? Oh, no. One of my top five uh, favorite conversation topics. Oh, good. <laughs> He's like, number one, myself. Number two. I'm gonna, hey, I got a great idea for a scat play here. <laughs> Can you write this up for me? 
you have an author right there. Yeah, he, he's not gonna do shit for me. He, uh, you're the visionary. I think you're. I thought you were collaborating on his next. Oh yeah, project. I'm waiting for the call. Uh, I saw a video of Mayo being made, and it looked clear until they started like blending it, and then it turned white. It was amazing. They, they emulsified it. They emulsified it. I'm pretty sure. No, I think Stephen's probably right, um, but he's missing a couple steps. I think. What'd you say it was like mustard and mayo? It just add more mayo to it. But they put it in a if I if I remember correctly, and I saw this I don't know Science Channel or something, but I think they put it in a pillow sheet and they spin it around <laughs> yeah. until it comes out of the pillow sheet. If you think that mayo's good, you should try with a little more mayo. <laughs> My secret trick. So, in your opinion, mayo, there's like <laughs> one source of mayo, and it creates more mayo, and everyone has to go get it. Oh, it's like that friendship bread. Have well, you like ever a, had that? Yeah, it's like a bread starter. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. I think that it's like a, it's like a mother for vinegar. No, a bread starter is a thing. Like, you need a little... So, like is, a, so is a mother for vinegar. It's uh, like a layer that so it builds up on there. Look, look at this guy. <laughs> think he knows He's a vinegar expert. Yeah, I forget about it. This that. reminds me of this episode... <laughs> of uh, I think it might have had. Oh, it was who's the chef that was like all tough? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. No, no, the other day. No, the muscly one. Oh, oh, Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine went to help this dude at a barbecue restaurant, uh-huh. and he had a secret barbecue recipe that he wouldn't tell Robert. Then finally, he told him, and it was like he went to the store and bought a bunch of barbecue, then added a few things to it. <laughs> What an idiot. So he bought barbecue sauce, <laughs> yes. and he's like, I also had salt. Yeah. Bam. It seems like now it's are... special barbecue. And then Robert Irvine lost his shit, because that's yeah, all he did Yeah, he's like, you know how money you're spending on barbecue sauce? Seems like there are a bunch of angry chefs. When you were a server, were you uh, an angry guy, Steven? Nah, I'm pretty laid back. I don't, I don't let people get to me. Are you... Uh... Oh, don't tell us that. <laughs> uh, are, are you... Do you kind of identify with... Uh, Chode. <laughs> Not chode. I, I kind of wish it would have been, but... I mean, in the next book, can you make him chode? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it into consideration. Yeah, just never let him have his real name. Just have it off by a little bit. That's all we ask. It's so charming. <laughs> in your next book, can you uh, thank us? Yeah. yeah when, <laughs> when you're writing oh. thank yous, can you just write us in there? Yeah, oh. I got you could have him be named Lad in the next book. That'd be pretty good. Aladdin? Lad. Like, he says Chad, and they're like, Lad. Mm. He should always get put in a predicament that he's never happy. <laughs> Can you make this fictional character's life hell for us? Oh, Chad. Well, I think that's kind of the point of every book, they get put in a predicament. Yeah. If they don't, there's not much going on. It's, it's just it's just a troll hanging out in the forest for 300 pages. <laughs> yeah. I think I would read that, though. Like, it sounds delightful. I just found out today there's lit RPGs that have nothing to do with fighting. Did it, you guys know about that? Yeah. I didn't. Like, there's just, like... Crafting with RPGs and sex with RPGs. Yeah, but the sex, sex with it's sex and fighting. Oh, sex yeah, and yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah. Is there any mixing involved in that? Yeah. I've never listened to a harem. I listened to one, but that's because Steve Cor- Campbell told me it was. Corey's great. the expert, so I don't. Yeah. Know. What do you think about that, Cheevan? for bugs. It was, it, was, it was whimsical. It was amazing. <laughs> you speechless them. Yeah. Are you ready for the next question? I'm ready. <clears throat> Excuse me. This one was sent in by Chance K. Do you know him? I don't think so. Okay. okay. Is Bring It On the best cheerleading movie ever? I mean, it's the only cheerleading movie I know, so probably yes. What about Bring It On 2? You know, I haven't seen that one. What about what about uh, but I'm a cheerleader? No, no, no. It's, about, it's about a girl who um actually don't really remember, but she I think she's like finding out about her sexuality. <laughs> I really liked Bring It On, and it's weird if you go back and watch it now. There's all these people like actors that are super famous that like weren't real famous then, like the main leading guy, Steve Buscemi. Oh, <laughs> Kirsten Dunst's Steve Buscemi is the only guy I accept. <laughs> She's so greasy, but she pulled that one off. What's Are you talking the... about Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Steven, if you had the opportunity, would you let Reese Witherspoon narrate your books? Uh, yes. Okay. 
Just we'll talk later. Then. <laughs> He's got the inside on Greasy Reesey. <laughs> she loves it when you call her that too. So. <laughs> what was the question? Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, it's a fine movie. It's pretty much the only one any of us What's now. the one? Isn't there? There are like seven of them, right? Yeah, but you... but one has Hayden Panettiere in it. Oh, bring it on. You don't know. No, there's one where they go to a All like a, a camp, right, or something. Oh, or yeah, Fired Up. That's Fired the best up. cheerleading movie. I should, oh, you, that wasn't a Bring It On? I thought that was like a no, sequel. No. Fired Up is the best cheerleading movie of all time. And and when he says that, it's still not a very good movie. but No, it is. It's a fine film. So Fired Up, okay. Yeah. So you're wrong, Steven. <laughs> Song in the credits by Mark Hoppus, When the Stars Fall. One of the best songs ever. There's no Mark McGrath. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, next question. Did everybody answer? Yeah, Does we got that care? one. We nailed it down. Was Indiana Jones, The Crystal Skull, a movie? <laughs> yeah. Was it a mistake to make? What is that one? That's the the latest one with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, yes. Yes. Right. Re- From Stevens. What was that again? What was the question again? Was was Indiana Jones the Crystal Skull a mistake? Uh, I yes, I think yes and no. Like I, I think the premise of it was a mistake with the aliens. <laughs> so you don't like them messing with the Indiana Jones world where uh, they find the cup that like. Kills everybody. In the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there were no aliens. He doesn't like the fantasy of it. He wants a hardcore historical. Like yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm cool with like the fantasy aspect of it. i I think they put a little too much sci-fi into like a historical fan fantasy type. You know what I thought the movie didn't have enough of? Shia LaBeouf. I, you know, I'm with you there. Who's the Who's the main guy? The old man. Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford. Cut him out. Throw Shia LaBeouf in. I, he could have played both roles. Should have. That's <laughs> what you're saying. Yep. <laughs> you can never get enough of that guy. He's great. Have you seen his art installations? Yep. <laughs> shark and Jaws? Shia LaBeouf. What? I want Shia LaBeouf to play the Shark and Jaws. Oh. I heard he chased Rent down him? a homeless man for a bag of McDonald's once. Oh. What? I ran into it one time. Do what? I, I ran into Shia LaBeouf at a... Uh, <laughs> What? In West Hollywood. You guys are friends? No, we're not friends. You can say you're friends. We'll believe you. Do you call him shy when you see him? Oh, of course. What was he buying? Uh, Like some camping gear. Oh, wow. So I think this is a good time to unveil our other podcasts where we talk about people who have run into shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buff on buff is what we call it. I thought it was called running with shy. Oh, yeah. We're debating the name. Uh, so you live in Hollywood? Uh, no. Uh, I, I used to live in, uh, Los Angeles. Now I live in East Tennessee. Oh, it must feel exactly the same for you. <laughs> I yeah, heard the very I mean, similar. A lot less Shia LaBeouf, but other than that. So why go? I mean, oh, actually, because you saw Shia LaBeouf buying camping gear and you figured, it's going to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Follow him there. Smart uh, Yeah, actually, I went to college around here. So I, I came back for a few years. I lived in Rancho Cucamonga for a little bit. I didn't see Shia LaBeouf once. It's a fun fact. <laughs> not fun. Hey, I actually have a, I have a, I have an author question for the author. Yeah. Uh, not Corey though. Uh, the other author. Um, <laughs> you ready? Do, uh, <laughs> do you have a job or is uh, writing uh, your your full-time job? Your full-time job? I have been a full-time author since uh, last July. Oh, wow. Is that, is that the game plan then? Keep writing, get better, write some more? Yeah, pretty much. I'm in it for the long haul, so as long as I keep putting out books that people like to read, I can uh, keep doing it. Are you considering writing anything other than lit RPG? Uh, I mean, I have, I have plenty of stories in, in mind, so... Do you have I any coming-of-age tales? Um, I mean, not off the top of my head. I mean, I think they kind of blend in with, with other genres at times. Yeah, we'll get together and come up with something. I, I would personally love to hear the time a guy runs into a guy named Bile <laughs> and then they 
they go on a magical journey together yeah. to Tennessee. Camping. I think that'd be great. So let me ask you, could you use Shia LaBeouf as a character in your novels, or would you get in trouble? I mean, if I if I called him Shia LaBeouf, I would probably get in trouble. Ooh. So if someone was to put a character and say, to describe the character, instead of giving characteristics, they just say he looks just like Michael B. Jordan, do you think that would be uh, like a legal no-no? Uh-huh. I don't know. I'd maybe talk to your lawyer on that one. Do you, what, if, what if the character's dressed as Batman for a while? Would that be cool? Can you just talk to your lawyer and act like you're doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Save us some legal fees? Yeah, that'd be nice. Do you have an editor? Uh, yes, I do. So I, Since I'm self-published, like I hire out um, everything that like a traditional publisher would do. So I have my own editor, my own cover designer. And then I do all the marketing and things like that myself. We saw uh, we saw the covers for your hardbacks for uh, Pangea Online. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, they're uh, they're top quality. Like I I hire, I hire a guy. He's a he's a, a cover designer, so he really understands like the look of like a good layout. And he, he's also an artist, so he he handles both aspects of that. I was actually surprised to see that you had. Uh, just hard copies. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, just, I like the idea of you know being able to hold it in my hands, even though like ninety nine percent of what I sell is still ebooks. Mm-hmm. I I give out uh, like paperbacks on Patreon and like people I meet in person and stuff like that. Oh, sweet people that podcast with you. <laughs> so yeah. we come there to do a podcast. Do we? Are we guaranteed a book? Yeah, you come all the way out here. I'll give you a book. Well, well you don't know where we live. That's the thing. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> we live in northeastern Tennessee, and Tennessee's kind of long and flat, so not very far. Can't picture it. So, does it look like a shoe? It's no, it's the flat one. <laughs> oh, it's the flat one, okay. the long flat skinny oh, okay, one. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that one. Well, that's cool. Is it the same cover art as the audiobook? Uh, yeah, it's just uh. A more crop version for the audiobook. Have you used the same cover designer and editor for all your books? Yeah, I have. And would they be interested in being on our podcast? That's Jet, breaking uh, news. Josh no has showed me a picture of Tennessee. It is very long and very flat. It I is. also thought it was North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're the one answering questions. Man. Yeah. So what was your question again, Josh? Uh, I asked if he had used the same editor and cover designer for each book, and he said yes. And I said, would they be on our podcast? And he said, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, yo, that's making moves. <laughs> well, we've never had an editor or a cover designer. Oh, that's true. We of need the three guests we've had. We need an email. Uh, so this next question has nothing to do with anything that you're. Well, it has to do with the book. Do you like books? Yeah, I'm. I'm partial to books. <coughs> What's your favorite book? This is not the question. Of, of all time? Uh, well, my, my favorite series is uh, Harry Potter. Like That's one of kind of convinced me I wanted to be a writer as a kid. Are the books drastically different than the movies? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot more happens in the books. I, I think that's true with any book. I guess I should give them a shot then. We don't need to go over Harry Potter. Everyone in the world... Has read and watched the movies except for you. I never. Did you read? You read them. I read them. I don't yeah. read them. I feel when? like I've seen all the movies because I have them, but I don't. I feel like I watched <laughs> them all. I think the biggest difference between the books and the movies is Cedric doesn't die in the books. Well, he lives forever. Yeah, whatever. And so, he becomes the Harry. Don't Potter. listen to these guys. <laughs> the question of the century is: What is your Patronus? Spectum Patronus. Everyone is dying to know. They're gonna love this on Wait, the on the What forums. is it? The patrol? Is that your spirit hang on, hang animal? On, hang on. What is a patronus? It's it's a drink. It's no, a, it's, it's not the, no, it's the, drink. it's the deer, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's his like spirit animal. That's Harry's spirit animal. Yeah. Deer? Alan Rickman's like always. Yes, I've seen them all. You've seen it all. So what is your patronus? Well, you know, if I had my choice, you know, I think it would be something cool, like. Like an owl or a wolf or a lion, but I I took the quiz, I took the quiz online on Pottermore, and my Patronus was a vole, which is like a tiny little mouse. Hey, 
We didn't see you take the quiz, so if you want me to edit that out, I'll just put that it's an owl. <laughs> I took it online, and mine said a troll with big titties. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that would be perfect. <laughs> He's like, hey, that you put together here. Let's hear that next question. Oh, I wanted to ask about uh, who's your favorite author then? Would that be, seeing how that's your favorite book series, do you have an author that you like a little better? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge John Steinbeck fan, and that's kind of quite the, the departure from Harry Potter, but. Uh, uh, basically the same. Yeah. It's okay to say yourself, too. I mean, we're not going to hold it against you. I mean, other people might, but we're not going to. Yeah, but I, I see my own faults too, too clearly. Do you think you're, do you think you're the best author in the world? No, not even close. I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning. Yeah, I think each book that I write gets a little better. So, you know, maybe a hundred books from now, I can say that. Well, I mean, so by your logic, who wrote Ender's Game? Uh, Orson, Scott Orson Scott Card is the best author in the world because he puts out six books an hour. Does he though? Or Cameron not, Moore. <laughs> he has been a while. He's put out. He has like sixty-seven books, and he has not put out the the end of the second form of war yet. It's yeah. pissing me off. Okay, yeah. here's another book question: Did the Bible have divine inspiration, or was someone smart enough? to try to write the Bible to keep people in line back in the day. You gotta love those Bible questions. There's nothing better. I'm being honest, Josh. I think that's a legit question from the asker who needs our theological... Oh, Chance K? Yeah. Go ahead, uh, Stephen, enlighten us. I mean, uh, personally, I'm not a uh, religious person, Uh, but that doesn't mean that other people can't have divine moments or what they uh, view them as that. Uh, I mean, I, I, I kind of view the Bible and like stories like that as more like a, a, a book of morality and like to help guide people. So I think, you know, it, it could go either way, really. See, I personally always thought the Bible was all in a video game and it was the first lit RPG. Yeah, that's... There is a dragon. What? Yeah, there's a dragon. There's a dragon. Well, I thought you read the Bible. I've not read the Bible, although I hear it's a pretty good RPG. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You get a lot of bang for your buck on Audible. It's like 8,000 hours long. But it's not the longest book on Audible. <laughs> is it free? No, it's a credit. The Bible's not free? No. Uh, I've, I've actually had a divine moment. I don't know if you ever heard of the Hilltop Woods, but I went to a Hilltop Woods concert... And I just felt something that I've never felt before. It was a boob. <laughs> it was a big old troll <laughs> JDS? Yeah. Why don't you tell us your thoughts on the Bible? Uh, Keep in mind, I'm going to send this to your mother. <laughs> well, Who loves the Bible. <laughs> she loves the Bible. Um, I I don't know. No one does. <laughs> no one does. I, I mean, I don't. I think that it, if it ever was anything, it it was it was rewritten a million times. I mean, like, yeah. Because if it were, if the Bible were old enough, it'd be free, right? It'd but be, it would be free. Yeah. But here's the thing: the Bible has been rewritten a million times. True. But if it's a divine book, it's been rewritten for divine reasons. Don't Agreed? you think it's about time? Are you saying that like it's a, a revamp by a new author, maybe an Orson Scott card? To say it's okay to sleep with as many ladies as you want. People are rewriting the Bible all the time, Josh. You could be the writer, but I don't think that God's gonna work what through you your hands. Talking to me, you can put like, girls in like the all this like you're the best writer on this on this podcast. That's true, but I'm not a I'm not a self published author like this guy here, <laughs> Corey. Corey, if only we had someone who could write more than one book. <laughs> We're talking about you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that nervous laugh because we're talking about the Bible. It's okay. We can talk about the Bible. We can talk about whatever we want. Or we can talk about this next question. Stephen, you're not a Mormon, are you? No, I'm not uh, religious at all. You know Orson Scott Card is a Mormon? I, I do know that. That's fine. I don't care. Okay. Are you spiritual? Why? No. Not at all. We can, get off, we can move off this. We don't need to. Spiritual means you you like to smoke pot. I, I know. I I watched I watched uh, Ghost Hunters. <laughs> like I get it. 
And I mean, I think that that proves that the Bible is not as legit as it claims. The ghost hunters? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, and they're all from the same time period. Show. Is, is, uh, they're either 1880s is, or present day ghosts. You know? Is he mm-hmm. legal in Tennessee? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, he, like, doesn't, he doesn't stop to ask questions, Josh. <laughs> that's actually a uh, great answer for the police who listen to this. <laughs> The band, the police. Sting is a fan of ours. Yeah. Is this the last question, Corey? It is. It looks like it's a Why don't you raise the last question? Okay, I will. Which words to start? When either of you go to prison, are you going to start off your prison sentence by telling everyone that you're mitochondrial? Oh, I get it. But no, that would get your ass beat immediately. Well, explain, Josh. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I thought it was the cell itself. So that's a joke. Yeah, that's a science joke. It's a prison joke. It's a oh, science. and a science joke. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Steven, can you tell us your best joke? Oh, God. I don't, you know, I'm not really a, a joke teller. You wrote troll titties. How are you not a <laughs> troll titties? Well, joke? I, can, like, I can write funny things. I, just, I have a terrible memory. So oh. like, I, I have a really hard time just pulling jokes. From, uh, there was I, if I had a if I had a hardback copy of uh, Sentence to Troll, like I could I really ex- I could really point out exactly where it was, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there was one part that like I was I was dying, and it was just because like I think I had the exact same thought as the character did, Chad Chad, uh, and I don't even know what it was. I think it was just a what the fuck moment. I don't know if we cuss yeah. on this podcast, but like I think he I said it. And and uh, you can say one curse word per podcast. Okay, and I, I think that he said it, and like I think I was thinking it at the exact same time, and it was perfect, and I was dying. So yeah. you tell a joke, it just takes eight hours to finish. Yeah, <laughs> like a more McDonald joke. Yeah, Jeffrey, I don't have a good memory either. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> so that was all our questions, but I did want to ask about uh, your troll sidekick. Why did you decide? To make him a tiny little fairy man. I mean, it kind of just happened. Uh, the, I, I don't really outline my books. I just, you know, discover them as I write and maybe have like a few plot points that I want to hit. I, I do the same thing. <laughs> and Actually, so, that's that's really interesting because I was thinking about that on the way here. Um, I don't know. I I don't write books. I don't write at all. You said you have a page. Of a I have wrote one page. But it's not. This is just for me. It's not for anybody else. But he called it Brian's Winter. I did. No. Uh, <laughs> it's a book. It's by a book Gary by Carrie Paulson. Oh. But uh, I, I just I find it interesting that because I always just figured that you had to outline, but you don't. You just you just wing it. Yeah. It yeah, is. it's pretty good. I mean, I wasn't dissing it. I enjoyed the, the. I don't know what you called him, the fairy man. I know yeah. he needed like some sort of gateway into magic, and I thought that was pretty good. The book just felt real. You know what I really liked? Um, not in Sentence to Troll. Not that I didn't like Sentence to Troll. But in the second book of Pangea Online, when he first entered the full immersion, it was it had a lot of gravity to it. it. Like, I understood how jarring it could be. You did a really good job on that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel like with that one, he definitely... Like, the the world was, like, more real than kind of anything he has experienced in real life. Yeah. And he was like, shit. Shit. That was, that was his, that was the gravitas? <laughs> yeah. Are there shit. Any? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read an excerpt from his book. <laughs> well, if so we had a hard had... cop. So, you guys are just like extortion <laughs> no. now? Uh, I thought that's why we're doing this podcast. So, the votes are in, Stephen, and you won. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. You it was it. because he knew what mayo was made out of. Yeah, that put you over the top. That was really impressive. You hated all that restaurant time, but man, look, look at you now. You learned a thing or two. It really paid off. JBJ, author of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Should we send him a Josh Funbuck? Yeah, so... No, there's only one. Where, <laughs> I'm not giving up the Josh Where Where are you based at? He's Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. So we'll meet halfway, and we'll bring you a shirt, and you bring us some hardback copies of your book. Everybody be happy. Yeah. So, uh, do you do you want to uh, plug anything? Uh, Where can people find you? 
you can find me at slroland.com and on Amazon, Audible. That's about it right now. This podcast. And this podcast. Where can I find your hardback uh, book? Are you in any bookstores? Uh, no, they, you can get them through Amazon and also uh, through my Patreon. Did you did you say what your Patreon was? Because that's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash slroland. Do you sell signed copies on that? Uh, yeah, I do. I feel like Patreon's important for uh, independent authors. I feel like it's important for everybody. Like yeah. Podcasters. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we can. We should get a Patreon, and uh, Ro- Ro- Roland could be our first one. That sounds fair. So, so when we uh, work on this project together, will we have to get a whole new Patreon? Yeah, that's probably a smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want all the pools of money. <laughs> so by the end of this podcast, he's going to have like 13 Patreons, <laughs> and no one's going to know what to do with it. See, when we, it was great having you on. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, yeah, it was lots of fun. JDS loves your books, but he was hoping the next one could be a bit more erotic. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So, uh, you can you can have a character named uh, Jash, and I'll know you're talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> it could be your first gay character. <laughs> That's not funny. Why not? Because it's not funny. You were talking about here's a good book. It has a lot of homoerotic. That's not at all what I said. <laughs> yes, that is exactly. those are your exact words. That's not mm-hmm. my exact. This podcast is off the rails. Okay. We don't know how to end our podcast because we're going through a transitional phase, and you're the writer in the room, so you get to end it. All right. Well, uh, it's been fun, guys. Uh, I won't be seeing you next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. So we'll just edit that into a gym. He's just going to do a little polishing, a little cut. Yeah, I mean, they're probably not going to make it on the podcast, but don't worry about it. Yeah, right? we're going to cut all your lines. Yeah, that's probably the smart thing to do. Yeah. We're going to cut and we'll cut and cut. Back <laughs> to the 15-minute format we started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This used to be a 15-minute podcast. <laughs>